We're living in a time where accessing different versions of information is as quick as a wink. My generation isn't only suicidal, violent and anxious. It actually has majority of people that are sunny, peaceful and loving. Nowadays I take a minute to pause and think about how far I've come, from where, and I choose to revel in it. I think about my surrounding, the circumstances life has dealt me and the blessing of people and community. I consume all this and I glow in gratitude like rubies when sunlight falls upon them. With the caring growth in media, while we choose to receive our news or information becomes our worldviews defined. The podcasts we listen to, the books we read, the music and movies we play help us begin to see the world in a certain way and act accordingly. They carry out this dramatic influence on the focus of our minds each and every day so my conclusion is, though it may counter cultural opinion, we are influences. By this I mean, we are who or what influences us whether good or bad. This basically means that whatever we choose to become in life is our fault. Because only you have the capacity to choose and what you choose to consume has a capacity to dictate your behavior and your environment by manipulating your subconscious mind. Inner peace, inner peace. Inner peace is said to be one of the prerequisites for finding a happy life. This peace brings about a peace of mind and harmony with oneself that frees you from all the cumbersome impossibilities. The tranquility that we seek in this world is characterized by the nature of our desires. The desires that we have is planted by what we allow to influence us. Our life, our lives, literally, depends on who or what natures our thoughts. If our thoughts are beautiful then, that is what our life will be like. If our attention is turned to the circumstances that are ugly, we are drawn into a whirlpool of thoughts that can yield zero peace. I feel as if there could be neither wickedness nor sorrow in this world. And there certainly would be lace of both if what we consume in our minds and hearts were more attended to. I like what James Allen said in his book As a Man Thinketh. He has said it that mind is a master power that molds and makes. And mind his mind, and evermore he takes, the tool of thought, and shaping what he wills, brings forth a thousand joys, and a thousand ills, he thinks in secret, and it comes to pass, environment is, but is looking glass, it is a truism, that a person can only change their life by changing their thoughts, every person has a different answer to the question, what is really wrong with this world? Why is it characterized by pain and anguish? Why are the youths mentally breaking down and why are they oppressed? Why? 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 And usually the answer that most people have has nothing to do with how they're contributing. With that said, 
I think the problem with the world boils down to you and I Either how we are thinking Or how we are not thinking So what's the remedy to this pandemic? The answer is self-explanatory Took me to a valuable weakness There's no comfort in silence No real violence in words yeah. What's good people? Welcome to Bandits of a Bullet Hose I am your host Kelly Kalupandi Kantumoya As usual, before I proceed I want to highlight the fact that everything you hear on this platform Is a product of collaborative effort With my partners Tamwani Mujili Piri And Tisekila Joy Kapita this wouldn't be possible without them. Secondly, I want to highlight that we do not own the copyrights to the music that you will hear on this platform. Yeah, we're back, we're back, we're back. And today's title for the podcast is Inner Peace. So Tamwani Mujilipiri will share his view on what he thinks the inner peace is and how to attain it and all that. Alright, y'all, let's get into it. In a world full of turmoil, the man or woman with inner peace is a very powerful person. The recipe for things like discontentment, depression, and many other devastating states are as a result of inner chaos. But there is just a certain bliss that comes with having inner peace. Show me a broken person and I'll show you a person struggling with inner peace. Inner peace makes you have a childlike faith that is not clouded by stereotypical judgments and fears. And therefore, a person who harbors such a trait is a very powerful person. Now, depending on where you stand religiously, having peace about a certain matter gives you a sense of boldness. And you are going to notice also that many people that are successful will tell you that they followed their gut or that they followed the biddings and tidings of the Holy Spirit. And when they did that, they had a sense of inner peace about them. Now, have you ever met people who have chosen to live a life that is parallel to societal expectations and they don't feel the need to conform? What tends to drive these people? It is inner peace. And in this world full of comparison and peer pressure, the man or woman that is peaceful on the inside will always have the upper hand. This is because when everyone is going in a certain direction, that person will go in a contrary direction. When everyone is pointing fingers at them for being different, they don't really care because they feel at peace with who they are. Now, like every other human being, I too crave for success. I would like to make a meaningful contribution to mankind. But ultimately, my biggest life goal is to have inner peace in whatsoever I do and in whatsoever area of life. I am a fervent believer that people that have a huge sense of self-belief have a lot of inner peace about them. 
And I also believe that people who struggle with self-doubt are struggling with issues of inner chaos. Now the books of Isaiah and 1 Peter tell us that all men are like grass and all their glory is like flowers of the field. So the never-ending narrative of living is that we may be young today, but we will be old tomorrow. We may have breath coming out of our nostrils today, but we will be gone tomorrow. When Jesus Christ gave his last breath on the cross and said it is finished, he had a sense of inner peace about him because he knew that the salvation of mankind would finally be a manifestation. On many occasions, I contemplate and introspect on how my last days on earth will be. And I say to myself, will I have a sense of inner peace that I'm going back to my maker? Or maybe will I be constantly agitated and plagued by inner chaos? Will I have lived a life true to my unique self? Or maybe I lived a life that was just a life of conformity. John, first John gets to tell me that the world and its desires pass away, but the man who does the will of God lives forever. And George Bernard Shaw gets to tell me that the reasonable man adjusts to the world, but the unreasonable man adjusts the world to himself. Therefore, all progress belongs to the unreasonable man. So I, I would like to be at peace with all people around me, but ultimately, I would like to be at peace with myself. At the beginning of this podcast, we asked, What's the remedy to this pandemic? Adding on to what Tamonia said about inner peace, I feel the solution is what Paul focuses on in Romans 12 too. The power of not conforming to unacceptable and useless narratives about life, success, love, and fulfillment. The solution is transformation and not confirmation. But this non-conformity does not primarily mean external behavior modification through the avoiding of external worldly conduct. This counts, but take it from me, it's possible to avoid everything in the world and yet experience zero transformation. The essential meaning of transformation that the scriptures reference to is synonymous to the inner peace that you and I are so desperately going out of our ways to attend. I mean, when last did you hear a friend seek for peace in a gadget, on the internet or from a person or persons? For some of you it's yesterday, for some of you it's a few hours ago. The bottom line is, we've all heard that before, but this peace that you and I desperately seek can only be found in mind renewal. But then I ask, what's really wrong with our minds? Many say the problem is that the human mind doesn't have access to all the knowledge it needs so personal and social redemption can only be found in education. 
lack of information and lack of access to it. If people just got more educated, they say, peace, love, and humanity will characterize all the corners of the earth. And I find that funny. John Piper says the human mind is not a sophisticated computer managing data which it then faithfully presents to, to the heart for appropriate emotional response. The mind rather has a spirit. It just doesn't have a view, it has a viewpoint. It doesn't just have the power to perceive and dictate. It also has a posture and a demeanor. The inner peace that we desperately seek can only be found when our mind focuses on thoughts that submit to the supremacy of God. Yes, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something. Burning in my soul.